Welcome to the Dealmakers Coffee Break, where we talk to industry pros about their success stories, deals, and market insights in just enough time for you to enjoy a cup of coffee. So grab your mug and join us for a chat with the people behind the deals. I'm Asaf Raz. Let's go. So welcome to another episode of the Dealmakers Coffee Break Edition. And today I have Tammy Sutton, one of my favorite guests, because in the last season, I had two people from Quattro Capital. So it was Kim Wendland and um, Chad Sutton as well, um, which you guys are connected. You can tell me how. And Quattro is one of my favorite uh, favorite uh, investment firms um, in America right now, just because of how they're structuring their business and their, what comes behind it with the value and everything. So I'm blabbering around. Tammy, please take it. <laughs> tell us about yourself. Tell us about Quattro and we'll take it from there. Well, great. Okay. So the biggest question we always get, and, and it's always fun, is, is Chad A, my brother, B, my husband, or C, my son? And so we usually kind of take a fun little poll of what everybody thinks, but actually he is my son and he and my sister, Kim, the three of us make up the, the, I guess you might say the kinship, the blood family side of it, but you know, pretty much we're all a big, huge Quattro family. We've adopted Mo and Aaron right into things, but no, um, I was actually the last person to join Quattro. So the joke is I'm the reason Quattro equals Cinco. So, you know. That's That's why Quattro equals Cinco. I like it. You guys are so, yeah. so great. You guys are so great. I, I I can't state enough how much I love your your message and what you bring to the world. And you have this sentence on LinkedIn. I help others invest in real estate to generate passive income. Please yeah. take me through that process. Explain it to me. Okay, so basically what we do, okay, is we pretty much rebel against everything you were taught in school. Uh, Go to school, get a job, work from the time you're, you know, a a late teenager all the way till you're 65, and then you can start enjoying life. Mm -hmm. And you're going to stay with one company or you're just going to keep moving jobs. But that's what you're going to do for 47 years. Um, it doesn't really work that way. That is not the American dream. I literally say it's the American lie. And mm. and, and I know that's harsh, but in it, that's just not how you're able to reach that, quote, American dream of freedom. You've got to have multiple lanes of income. And I kid you not, I learned this in my 50s. And I wow. just kicked myself of why did I learn this earlier? And now I know it's not taught anywhere. Okay. Um, what you need to do is, yes, you get a job. Yes, be a productive member of society. That is a good thing to do. But use that job as a tool to place money elsewhere and design your life the way you want to. And to do that, that means invest it in a hard asset that's going to be protected and it's going to hedge against inflation and taxes and all that business that keeps you trapped in a nine to five job Mm -hmm. so what we you know what we do is we take um real multifamily real estate right now is is our niche Mm -hmm. and we we 
have you invest with us and we double your money in three to five business years. So mm-hmm. it's it's great. And, you know, while you're over here working, we're making your money work for you. And that is how you end up reaching your goals. I love that. I love that. Um, that pitch. I love that pitch. I'm ready to <laughs> Where do I write the chimney? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk after this call <laughs> so so tell me something tell me something and, and yeah. this would be a, a a real question how does a teacher right from how does, how does your name murphy's Mur- yes murphy'sboro yeah murphy'sboro you got it 14 uh-huh. years of being a teacher please Take me through the process. How did you get to where you are today? What was the what were the moves that you made? What are the, some learnings that we can take from what you've done? I've seen you. You've been also a real estate investor yourself, and today you you are a real estate investor as well in Quattro. Mm-hmm. Through that history, okay. So many, many, many moons ago, I would tell my sister, "You're not the boss of me. You can't tell me what to do." Well, I finally learned to listen to my sister Kim. Okay, it, it, again, it took fifty years. But, um, you know, I absolutely loved teaching. I really did. Um, but as many teachers will tell you, it's it's an exhausting place to be. And um, the, the last few years that I was in the classroom, it you know, the politics of teaching was really starting to wear me down. And I didn't recognize that. And I truly, I did. I I felt trapped. I, you know, I was like, this is what I've got to do until I'm at, you know, at least got 30 years in, da, da, da. And um, my sister was like, hey, I think I know how to get you out of teaching. I was like, no, you don't. You know, come on, you know, hush. And she started telling me, look, I really want you to come work with me. There's a lot of things that you can do remotely with single family business, which will free me up to go explore this uh, multifamily thing I'm talking about with Chad. And I gave her 100 reasons of why that is not a good idea. My husband would not go for it. She had a response to every single debate I had. And the biggest one was like, Harry will never go for this. And she was like, oh yeah, he's already agreed. So I was like, wait a minute, this is like an intervention. So literally um, I came home and put in my resignation and come January was jumping on the real estate train. And, you know, in my position, I was very blessed because my husband was like, hey, no, I've, I got you. We've got all the bills covered. Let, let's explore this and see what this is. I kid you not, it was the best move I ever made. And, you know, um, since then, you know, I, I would sit there on the calls with my sister as I'm learning the single family business and what I could do to help there. And I'm realizing, you know, Chad was pinging. He was like, that's just mom. Hang on. I got to talk to you, Kim. And so I was listening. I really was starting to get FOMO because, hey, this monthly family thing that y'all got going sounds really, really interesting. And I had this limited mindset of, the most I had to give was really helping him with the administrative side of the single family. Mm-hmm. But the more I talked, the more I realized, you know, I'm really good at herding cats and I'm really good, you know, being a teacher, you can corral kids, you can meet deadlines, you can coordinate things, da, da, da. And 
the more I started talking to her, the more I realized I really could position myself as an asset to Quattro and help out as well. And they took a leap of faith on me and mm-hmm. basically created an entire new lane that allowed them to go and excel at what they did best and allowed mm-hmm. me to jump in and handle the transitions and operation sides of things, which helped the company to be able to scale mm-hmm. quicker. I basically focus on transitions and operations. I am the girl in the background. I I, I don't I, I am not a client relation. I mean I, I do I, I dabble a little bit in it. Basically I support their lane, but basically mm-hmm. where I jump in and um, my lane takes hold is once that PSA is signed, okay, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. lender and Chad has got the lender relationship set, da, 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 that is where I jump in and pretty mm-hmm. much just take the lead on the closing coordination. And mm-hmm. I walk the I walk that asset from being a deal in the acquisition side. I walk it all the way through the closing process, the takeover, the investor equity reconciliation and compliance, um, that cost check analysis, all those things that have to happen. And then I hopefully have tied it up with a nice little bow and then I hand it over to asset management for Kelvin. I'd like to hear something. So so you're saying I'm the girl in the background, right? Yes. And no one really knows what the people in the background actually do, but they're usually the most interesting stories, right? They're usually the most interesting (laughs) things that happen. So, because, you know, because it's like the person who's in the background and he's moving light, whatever, but if he wouldn't do that, nothing would happen. So right. take me through some of the challenges that you're facing on your day-to-day job. Like, what are you facing? What are the challenges you're facing with, with Quattro when it comes to taking it all the way from PSA to asset management? One of the hardest things to do right now mm-hmm. is keeping your eye on everything mm-hmm. because there are so many moving parts to a close. Okay, you've got to keep the 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 investor equity reconciled the whole time. Like it's it's a moving piece and it's constantly moving. Um, one of the hardest things that we have found is is making sure the way they come into the portal is the right profile. Mm -hmm. They sign the document, and that matches their profile. The W-9 that they fill out for taxes matches those. The amount of money they put in the bank matches what's on their documents. Their K-1 matches all of that. You know, making sure, because there's a lot of people, right? And so all of that one person, one person that is not in sync with all of their documents can literally hold up the entire group getting their K-1 return. So that is a constant issue. Um and that, that happens like all the time. You're working mm-hmm. on that all the time. But mm-hmm. when, when you have a close going forward and you have multiple GP partners, okay, that can be where I get the term mm-hmm. herding cat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe the biggest one that we had had, so there's five GP partners. Then we co-GP'd with, two others so there's seven in addition to that we had seven pick members so that was a huge 
that, and then everybody's got to get these documents signed all at the same time. I've got people across the country. I've got people out of state. I've got people in different time zones, da, da, da. And I've got to every, get everything done by five o'clock central, you know, I mean, before the wire goes out. So you're constantly um, gathering all of this stuff and coordinating everything and making sure everything is tied to a T. The documents are correct. Da, da, da. It, it can be overwhelming. It can. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because, you know, so really just the coordination, but what we're battling right now is it's not a seller's market. It's not a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. It is truly a lender's market. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, a PTSD story real quick. Um, ten, day, ten, 10 days before close, the lender decided to cut us at the Achilles deal. Wow. 10 days before we were literally, I, I wouldn't even say one yard line. I'd say half a yard line from close. Wow. And, and we, but you know, what Quattro does best is handle adversity. And we got that thing closed in two and a half weeks. You know, I, it, it was a pivot to one of the best lenders, you know, talk about silver lining. It was one of the best lenders we have found that we pivoted to. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, well, you know, when you have to close something twice, it was it was pretty rough. I'm not right. Yeah. So yeah. So really the lender is saying right now, it's your biggest investor. Mm-hmm. You've got to, you know, it's up to to me and my leg to keep everything moving forward so that the lender keeps their eye on the closing mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're your biggest investor, but right now they're our biggest hurdle. Mm-hmm. So um I, I, I've never heard that term. This is a, I talk about buyer's market, seller's market. You're talking about the lender market, which I love. It's, it's actually mm-hmm. so true. They have the most control in the market right now, but we know how mm-hmm. uh, powers kind of shift and change throughout time. And I think yes. we'll see. I remember last year it was, uh, uh, no one was, no one wanted to sell. It was so hard to buy properties. Right. And now we're looking mm-hmm. at really different things change all the time. I think that, right. um, I think that when you talked about the operational aspect, of yes. running those deals. I think uh, running those deals or running the syndications or running those partnerships. Um, I feel like it is uh, uh, an underestimated, very complicated part of actually managing and running real estate deals. And people don't really understand that. I, I you know, you know where I work, you know where I come from. I understand operational efficiency. I understand the challenges yes. of everyday mundane back office work. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's It's very, very challenging. And I feel like it's not only having the right tools, so so th- things that are similar, right? Agora, it's right behind me. We know what Agora does, but right. things that are similar to Agora could help you do that. But eventually, at the end of the day, there is someone that is holding the strings and and putting holding everything together and making sure that the lenders still there and the investors are still there and the deal is still there and no one's running away. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this and always trying to keep it within the lane, within the limits. Um, right. And and I feel like and when when we talked about being in the back. Right, this is a heroic role within real estate deals, and people don't. You really just played by day. It's a, <laughs> by day. I, I just, I just know how hard it is. I know it's, it's, it's a, it's so many moving pieces and elements, and and I feel like people underestimate that. People that are even new to the business and kind of going into running real estate deals, even people that have been in the business for a very long time, could encounter these things 
I, I will say this. It is the it, and it's the lane, it's the role that mm-hmm. is not talked. It's not talked about. No, it is. You know, and, and that's why I'm really trying to start to to push it out there a little bit and and help coach others on what I do because it it is truly not out there. Um, everybody talks about, hey, you know, come to this um, conference. You know, we're really going to talk about equity rating. We're really going to talk about structuring deals, or you know, hey, let's talk about asset management and. But there's no one out there talking about all that happens in the background. And so I really have tried to find my voice so I can help others. Because honestly, you know, and we, we've grown, you know, the way we close a deal now is not the way we closed it back in 2019. Um, we've matured. We've grown. We've got this well-oiled machine now. But you you learn from your mistakes. But if I can help others get ahead and not make some of the mistakes we made and get it out there and talk about it more about what we do, I think that's my way of giving back, of helping others learn. Because truly it was, you know, you've got a creative teacher that taught fifth and sixth grade free algebra. You know, I trust me, I did not come into this with a business mind, you know, um, there was so much for me to learn. But if I now that I know it, if I can really help others learn about what I do and help coach them to be able to run their operational side more efficiently, I feel like I'm making multifamily a better place. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. And obviously, and obviously, um, you can find Timmy Sutton on LinkedIn, and I'm sure that with your energy, you'd be happy if someone reaches out to learn a little bit more and get some coaching from you. Um, Absolutely. And and with that, we're moving. So we're keeping a, what we call the 20 minute rule. So we're always keeping okay. the episodes 15 to 20, so people is easy for them to digest. But we always have what we call the shameless plug, which is where you very shamelessly talk. Oh. Show me that. Show me that. So cool. This is so cool. I love it. This is so cool. I didn't know. I didn't know you get it. This is so great. Yes, uh, I did. I got it. This is great. So, so, so the shameless plug is your time to very shamelessly talk about what Quattro is doing today. Um, what are you focused on? What are you looking for? Right. If you're looking for more investors, you're looking for more deals, you're looking for whatever you're looking for. This is the time to do that. Feel free to give any information you want. This is your time. Wow. Okay. So Quattro is always looking to level up. We're always looking for the next great deal and the next great product. Um, I know that we are about to launch something new and exciting. And I am not going to give that away, but I will say follow us. You'll find out soon enough. And um, one thing we are always, always, always working on is the philanthropic side. You know, we always put it, our four core pillars are people, property, profit. And most definitely dear to our hearts is we're always looking where to place our philanthropic attention. I love that. I love that. So if anyone is interested in joining Quattro in something philanthropic and helping back the communities that they are um, 
they're helping also, obviously. Um, yeah. You can reach out to Tammy or any one of the Quattro team. Um, that was perfect, Tammy. Thank you so much for coming to this episode. I really appreciate the time. It was so much fun. Um, and yeah, we'll see you in the next episode of The Dealmakers. Thank you for joining us. Check out more episodes on The Dealmakers podcast available on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, and Agora's website at agorareal.com slash podcast. See you in the next episode.